Hi, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Coffee and Co-Parenting. We will be discussing the differences in healthy and unhealthy co-parenting. This topic confuses a lot of people, and I understand why. Some people think that some things that cross boundaries is healthy co-parenting, but it's actually not. In this episode, we will be discussing the differences between healthy and unhealthy co-parenting and go into a little detail. So, let's get started. Some people confuse healthy co-parenting and co-parenting styles that, co- that actually cross boundaries. And some people don't recognize the differences between healthy and unhealthy communication styles between co-parents or even certain events that play out. So in this episode, I want to distinguish the differences between healthy and unhealthy co-parenting A lot of people think that co-parenting happens just outside of a relationship. So you break up, you have kids together, and now you have to co-parent. That's not actually the full story. Co-parenting happens when you're raising a child. You co-parent with your school. You co-parent with your child's grandparents if they spend a lot of time with them. You co-parent with your husband, even if you're still married. If you guys discuss rules, schedules, and attend events, and do any of the child rearing together, you're co-parenting. And let me tell you something, you might even be doing it successfully and in a healthy way. Could be sports events, birthdays, or even holidays. If you guys are able to be in the same room, plan, and coordinate any of these events, You are healthy co-parenting. If you are not, then you're probably in a high-conflict co-parenting situation. Co-parenting isn't just splitting up and raising kids and working on a split shared custody schedule, having to deal with items going back and forth and phone calls and, and this and that. Co-parenting is working together to raise healthy, responsible, respectful children into awesome, amazing, beautiful adults. That's what co-parenting actually is, believe it or not. The first thing that I want to discuss is the most important, communication. Let's talk about healthy communication and healthy co-parenting versus unhealthy communication. When it comes to communication, it is very important to be clear and have boundaries in place. Communication is very important to make the co-parenting situation truly thrive. Without proper communication, it is almost impossible to co-parent effectively. This means schedules, events, just day-to-day updates about the children. This does not mean letting them know about your new job 
or your new boyfriend immediately. Sorry. Unless they are going to be around the children, which I always recommend waiting at least a year to introduce any new lovers or friends or even family members to the children. That way you can properly vet these people. But nonetheless, I digress. Let's go back to communication. Communication is so important in any relationship, whether it be work, a relationship, or co-parenting. Healthy co-parents are able to discuss the children in a healthy way. They don't argue. They do not throw punches at each other. They focus primarily on the children. Sometimes this relationship can actually progress and become more than just about the children. Sometimes the co-parents can actually become friends, which is, I guess, the ultimate goal for some people. Some people are not able to get past the resentment or the jealousy or any hostility or bitterness over the breakup. And this causes unhealthy communication. Unhealthy communication looks like breaking communication boundaries or being rude or even snapping back at each other. So when it comes to healthy communication, the most important thing to keep in mind is, would you want to be spoken to that way? Is it polite? Is it professional? Could you send it in a business email? If you can't do any of those things, then don't say it or write it to your co-parent. Any rash communications can get you in trouble, especially if there's court orders in place or court involvement at all. So be weary and mindful of the things that you say and how you say them. Tone does matter. If you are being angry and resentful in person, that's easy to see. But in a message, it is harder to see. So use more professional words, especially in high-conflict co-parenting situations. So another thing about communication is boundaries. You have to be able to communicate your boundaries very clearly to the other co-parent. If you're not able to do that, there could be either miscommunications or confusion. So be very clear and concise when setting any, any boundaries or any schedules or any communications between each other. This will just make life a heck of a lot easier in the, the long run. Now, when it comes to respect, a lot of people say respect is not just given, it's earned. But if you have a child with somebody, you should respect them enough to respect their boundaries and their communication. In a healthy co-parenting situation, respect is number one because it is important to teach your children how to respect each other and others and themselves. If we are in a co-parenting situation, we should always keep the children in mind. What are we showing them? What are we teaching them? What are we allowing them to be around? And what are we allowing them to learn? So if you are always in a high conflict situation with a co-parent and you guys are always fighting and, you know, you guys aren't able to communicate properly and that goes back to boundaries. If you are not able to communicate properly, respect each other's boundaries and respect the communication and the whole relationship, then co-parenting becomes a hell of a lot harder. 
and it shouldn't have to be. Co-parenting can be easy and co-parenting should be easy. A part of this also goes into, you know, respecting the relationship in general. If you cannot respect the co-parenting relationship in general, there is no, there is not going to be a personal respect towards the co-parent. This is a sad truth. In many co-parenting situations, especially high conflict co-parenting situations, boundaries and respect and communication are the number one issues that I see. And this is personally some of the issues that I'm having. Let's go back to communication. Let's give an example of good communication versus bad communication. Communication with respect and respect for boundaries. A proper communication would look like, hey, the children or the child has this event on this date. It would be very important for you to be there. Are you available to make it? Yes or no? Then the co the other co-parent can respond, yes, I'll be there. In a bad communication style or a high conflict communication style, it could go like this. Hey, you never make it to your child's game. It's important for you to be there. So uh, you should without any information given. There was no date. There was no time. There was nothing besides, oh, you should do this and you're terrible. The other co-parent could see that in the way that it was meant to be, attacking. And this is never good communication when it comes to co-parents. Unfortunately, I experienced this a lot. The other day, I told my co-parent that I did not like his behavior. It was, I, I did say the word creepy and unacceptable to me. Next time, it would be more appropriate if they meet me at the gate or in the cafeteria. And this was regarding dropping off or the first day of school. Now, I had the girls, I had the children that day. And proper communication would be giving advance notice in, in case of any events. Normally, 24 hours is okay. But I believe if you have an event that you know, as soon as you know, you can communicate all of the information for the child's events at the moment that you find out or you schedule them. And you should also have a shared calendar to put events into place, whether it's through a parenting app or just sharing a Google calendar. It would make a heck of a lot of difference in the end. Now, respect, boundaries, and communication all go hand in hand into healthy, healthy co-parenting styles. This will foster relationships where you are able to attend events together and enjoy each other's company. Maybe even have the backyard barbecue with each other and each other's new spouses or old spouses, depending. And I mean long term, not like old, old. So co-parenting can be very hostile if not done right. And I understand that lots of people out there are going through bad co-parenting situations. Not all, call, not all relationships end on a good note. And that's unfortunate, but it's the truth. So what can we do to avoid this? 
but keep everything written if you have high conflict situations. This will maintain a good documentation. That way, the courts can see it if you do have a court um, court case. Now, if you don't have a court case, I recommend getting one, especially if you're in a high-conflict co-parenting situation. If not, and you are able to maintain a mutual relationship or even a friendship, that is so awesome, and I'm so proud of you for doing that. I aim to do that. That is my ultimate goal, so keep it up. And if you, ha if you are in a good co-parenting situation and you're listening to this, please leave comments wherever you're listening to this and let me know any tips, let me and my audience know any tips, tricks, and any guidance that you may have to foster healthy co-parenting relationships. I've seen on social media these co-parenting situations where they're going out to dinner and they're having family time together all together. And the new wives and the new husbands are really good friends or even best friends. And I adore that. That is a healthy co-parenting situation. When you put all of your feelings aside and you focus on the children and you focus on the best interests of the children, that's healthy. If you guys are always fighting and bickering and one or both parties are not able to put aside any resentment or pettiness, jealousy, any ill feelings towards the other co-parent, that is not going to foster a healthy co-parenting situation. No matter how much one of the people involved try to foster a healthy co-parenting situation, the other person's feelings will never be in check or maintained or balanced until they work on themselves. And that is something that you can try to acknowledge and work with them on, but sometimes that's not possible. So I will put out another video or a podcast episode soon, depending on where you are listening, talking about ways to handle court situations, evidence, all of it. Keep an eye out for that. And if you enjoyed this little episode, please let me know. Please like and subscribe, follow, share, whatever the button may be on any of the outlets that you're listening to this or watching this if you're on YouTube. YouTube is my main channel and I will be putting out episodes on there first in video form and the podcast will come I believe a couple days later I don't know I'm still working all of this out this is fairly new thank you for bearing with me on all of the sound issues I'm still working on everything and getting my setup set up if you did gain any knowledge or entertainment or you just liked this video or podcast please give me a like and share it with somebody. You never know who could use this information or who is going through struggles privately. And have a wonderful day or night or whenever. Have a good one.